When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I'm Dale Lally, your host, and uh, man, I am just uh, relieved to be taking a, a, a little time away from actually writing this week. Uh, it's just been a, a massively busy week here as free agency kicked off around the NFL. And well, typically for the Steelers, that's meant not a lot of action. Uh, I kind of warned people going into this. I kind of gave you the the hints that, the, hey, the Steelers are going to be active in these first few days of free agency. I didn't think it would be quite this active, but I knew that they were going to go get a quarterback and I knew they were going to get offensive line help. Uh, the rest of this has kind of been gravy. And so, you know, if you look at what the Steelers have done thus far, they signed Mitch Trubisky. Uh, they re-signed Chooks for signed James Daniels to a three-year deal, signed Mason Cole to a three-year deal. Uh, Miles Jack was added to a two-year deal. And then you bring back uh, 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 Kelly Weatherspoon as well and signed Levi Wallace. Um, this is as active as the Steelers have been in free agency in, well, 20 to 29 years I've been covering them. And mind you, my 29 years matches up perfectly with the free agency period in the NFL. My first year was 1993. That was the first year of full-fledged free agency in the NFL. So I have a pretty good uh, recollection of all what all these other uh, free agency years look like. And it certainly didn't, hasn't looked like this for the Steelers. Um, you know, everybody who thought that Kevin Colbert was somehow going to uh, screw this up or just go through the motions here for the, uh, and, and stick the next general manager, whoever that might be, uh, with, with bad contracts or bad draft picks, um, you might be eating a little bit of crow right now. Because if you look at all of these deals that, that the Steelers have signed to the, to the outside free agents, Trubisky's a two-year, $14 million deal. Uh, a core for three years, 29.25. James Daniels, three years, 26.5. Uh, Mason Cole's three years, uh, 15.5. And then Wallace and Witherspoon are two years, $8 million. The beautiful thing about everything that Colbert did here is that the Steelers aren't married to any of these guys unless they really want to be. They can get out from underneath these contracts pretty easily uh, and pretty painlessly next year if things don't work out this year. You know, so if, if you want to release Mitch Trubisky after this year, you're certainly capable of doing that. Um, you know, they, they haven't wrecked their cal salary cap 
uh, for the future here and certainly not down the road, uh, you know, not in, in 2023. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really interesting here. Um, you know, even the Miles Jack contract, uh, if you look at that deal, he gets 1.5 million base salary this year. His prorated bonus is 3.25 million. So if they release him next year, it would only cost him 3.25 million to rent him for this year. And that's what it would cost them next year. I mean, that's, that's relatively cheap, especially when you start to consider that, you know, they've got cap space available tomorrow or next year. Um, <laughs> right now, spot tracks estimating their, their cap space to be $104 million next year. Um, now they're going to have to make, you know, make signings and things of that nature. And, you know, a guy like James Daniels, you know, if they moved on from James Daniels next year, uh, it would cost them $5.8 million. They're not going to move on from James Daniels folks. That's just not going to happen. I mean, he's, he's might be the best player that they've signed. Uh, I was banging the drum for him for a long time that they needed to go get this guy, a 24 year old, good, improving interior offensive lineman. I mean, I think that that's the kind of guy that you want to sign. Um, so, you know, they've made, made these moves and now the new GM can come in. And if he likes the players, they can extend them because they're all still young players. You can, you can get another contract out of these guys. Or if they don't like what's happening with these players, they can move on from them at, at a relatively cheap cost. Um, you know, so that, that's good stuff. Good work by Kevin Colbert here. Um, you know, the, the people who were saying that he had, didn't know what he was doing or, you know, had lost his fastball or, or any number of things that I saw on the Internet over the last uh, uh, couple of months here. Um, well, this is what happens when you actually have money to spend. And that's the, that's the big thing here. The Steelers had $30 million in salary cap space going into this whole thing. They had, you know, the, the room to, to create more, which they then did. Uh, you know, if you look at, at the, the cap space right now, uh, I'm just looking here at over the cap, and they're estimating that the Steelers have $21 million in cap space. Now, that doesn't include the Trubisky contract. That does include Miles Jack. Uh, that does include a core for James Daniel. Um, just looking here, Levi Wallace is on there. So, you know, some of these new, uh, these other deals are going to come in. So you're probably looking at more, uh, a little closer to 15 million in salary cap space, which is still a pretty good n- number. You know, the Steelers are going to need about five and a half million to add their draft picks. They still need to get a wide receiver. They still need to get a strong safety outside of that. They've pretty much filled all their needs. I mean, it's it's been a pretty, you know, just kind of a steady as she goes signings this week of of just filling roster spots. And again, you know, when you see something like that, you just kind of got to give you a tip of the cap to Kevin Colbert. He's worked this masterfully. Um, you know, I I I, I just uh, I think that they've had one of the better off seasons of any team in the league. Again, without making that big, big splash, you know, they everybody's talking about the AFC West, the AFC West, the AFC West. And they've those teams have all added star players, but you got to pay those star players. And then if those guys get hurt, you don't have anybody capable of, of replacing a guy like that. Nice to have the star player, no doubt about it. I also say this people saying that the AFC West teams, you can just pencil all four of them into the playoffs. They don't have to play each other. They're all going to beat up on each other. Somebody in that division is going to go two and four or one and five. They're not all, they're all, all, all going to, uh, to, to beat, you know, or, or go six and zero oh in the division. They can't. 
So somebody's going to win only one or two games in that division. And then they play the NFC West as well in their, in their crossover matchups. So you got to play San Francisco. You got to play the Rams. You got to play the, the Cardinals. Now the Seahawks, I think are, are, uh, you know, they're, they're in a little bit of trouble, but that's three more tough games. So, you know, if you go two and four in a division and you split your games against the NFC West, well, that's already six losses. That doesn't leave you a whole lot of wiggle room in the other games. So let, let's tap the brakes a little bit here on all, all four of these teams making the playoffs. Didn't happen last year either. Remember, that Chargers-Raiders game came down to, to overtime, and it was a play-in game for, for one of those two teams. So there will be playoff spots available uh, in the AFC. Is it a tough? Is it a tough road? Absolutely, but I think the Steelers have positioned themselves pretty well with the moves that they make, uh, not only for next season but for the draft. And we'll talk about that when we come back. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Podcast Network. Dale Lally here on the Dale Lally Show on the DK Pittsburgh Podcast Network. And as I mentioned uh, before the break, the Steelers have have set themselves up pretty well in free agency, filling all their, for the most part, all their needs. I expect them to to sign a strong safety, uh, whether that be a a placeholder or whether that be somebody who they feel is a long-term answer there. Uh, wouldn't surprise me to see a Ronnie Harrison type or something like that come in to, uh, you know, in a one or two year deal. Uh, or, you know, if it's Terrell Edmonds, um, I could see that as well. Um, and then fill a wide receiver spot. And that would allow them to go into the draft with virtually being able to take anything that they want because they don't have any glaring holes, they don't have any needs. Yeah, you'd like to get younger at some positions, defensive line, maybe a, a cornerback. Maybe you'd like to add another wide receiver. But you don't have to do those things. That's the beauty of what Kevin Colbert has done here. Uh, they've set themselves up well so that with the 20th pick in the draft, they can do whatever they want. They don't have to trade up to go get, get anybody because they don't have a glaring need. Now, if there's a player who starts to slip, and he's available at, say, 16 or 17, yeah, you can go up and get him. For example, let's just say, um, just for the heck of it, that Kyle Hamilton, for some reason, falls. Like Derwin James did a few years ago. Derwin James fell all the way to the 17th pick. He might have been the best player overall in that draft, but he's a safety. Safety sometimes fall. So let's say Kyle Hamilton slips down to 17-ish, somewhere in that range. Well, then it's too good to pass up. Then you got to go get him because he might be the best overall player in this draft. And man, wouldn't your secondary look pretty good then with Kyle Hamilton and Micah Fitzpatrick? I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it gives you the potential to do that. Um, you know, let's say a, a, a guy like, um, oh, I don't know, Derek Stingley falls down that low. And it's possible. I mean, he's, he's dealing with the Liz Frank injury. You can go get him. 
You can go get him. It's not that hard. Or you can just sit there and take the best player available at 20. Whether that be a cornerback, let's say Trent McDuffie's there. Okay, take the cornerback. Let's say it's a wide receiver. Let's say Traylon Burks is there. Okay, I'll take Traylon Burks on my team. As I mentioned, Stingley, Jordan Davis. You know, people say, well, Jordan Davis is a two-down player. But if you don't have any glaring needs, you can afford to take that two-down player who has the potential to be a three-down guy and learn from Cam Hayward. You have that, that. It's all in front of you. It's all on the table because of the free agent moves that you've made. You know, and so I look at it. Maybe that, you know, maybe they feel like they have to go get a safety. Maybe it's not Hamilton. Maybe it's Dax Hill from Michigan. Steelers were at the Michigan Pro Day today. You can go do stuff like that. Boy, Dax Hill would make a lot of sense. I got to tell you, folks, um, he could play. He could be your slot cornerback. He could actually be a cornerback. This you're talking about a safety who runs into four threes um, and can hit. He kind of like Darnell Savage when he came out uh, of Maryland a few years ago and went to the Packers. The Steelers were really liked him as well. And if they hadn't traded up for Devin Bush, that would have been who they'd taken. Um, so they've opened up all the possibilities here for themselves. One thing I don't expect them to do now is take an interior offensive lineman. They've got just a bevy of those guys. They've got a bunch of them and they're all young and they're all, you know, still in the, in the middle of their career. They're all 25 or younger. You don't need to take a player there. Um, and you can always get those guys in future years as well. Uh, so it's, it's all very interesting. Uh, you know, you could take an offensive tackle. Trevor Penning sitting there at 20, you take him. You know, let him be your swing tackle this year. Like I said, if you, if you want to get out from under the Accor for contract next year, you can do that pretty easily. It doesn't cost a ton. So they've, they've set themselves up really well in that first round. In fact, I've done some mock drafts. I, I just sit around and do those late at night just to see kind of what's available, who might be available. And given these free agent moves, they've only got seven picks, but it's hard to figure out what they might want to take because they don't have a lot of needs outside of wide receiver and safety right now that, that you look at and you go, boy, they, they need to take one of these. So you, again, you've set yourself up to just take the best player available. And that's a, that's a great spot to be in. So everybody that was concerned about Colbert uh, hamstringing the future GM. He's going to make these moves and, and the future GM is not going to be on board with them. First of all, all Steeler moves are Steeler moves. They're not the GM's moves. The GM in the Steelers organization does not hold the power necessarily that they do in other organizations. They don't make all the calls. They identify guys. And then the, the organization makes the, the, the decision. But secondly, they, you know, Colbert and, and company haven't done that this year. They've really made this simple to get out of and set themselves up well for the draft. I, I think they've done a masterful job thus far and really retooled this team. Does it make them a contender? I think it makes them a playoff contender, depending on what Trubisky does. You know, if Trubisky recaptures uh, the, everything that, that made people think he was, you know, a top 10 pick just a few years ago in the draft, then you've done pretty well for yourself. If he doesn't, then you can move on from it. And you'll probably be in a much better spot to draft your quarterback next year. 
because you didn't make the playoffs. You'll be, you'll have a top 15 ish pick and you can move up easily to go get your next quarterback. That's what the Steelers have done this year. That's what they've done. They, they've set themselves up for success in the future with these moves while also potentially setting themselves up to win in 2022. Very interesting offseason. I've been fascinated by it all. It's been happening fast and furious. Uh, I think I wrote 14 stories this week, uh, which in a, in a span of like four days, it's just been a crazy week. But uh, we'll see what happens. They're going to continue to make some moves here. They may not be the, the major splash moves that, that everybody wants to see, uh, but there'll be moves that are smart and rational and ones that make them a better team this year. That's going to do it for the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Network. Uh, if you like the show, get, let us know. Give it a like. Give us a positive feedback on it. We love that. You can listen to all of our different shows, DK's Daily Shots, uh, the Pitt uh, podcast, Penn State podcast. Alex Stumpf is down in Bradenton, Florida, covering the Pirates. They're back at it. And, of course, the hockey season is getting ready for the trade deadline and all the good stuff that happens there with the playoffs. Um, we'll be keeping you up to date on all that. And what's happening with the Steelers. I'll be in the, uh, at the owners meetings down in West Palm beach next week. Mike Tomlin will talk down there for the first time and only time in the off season until the draft. So we'll see what he has to say about all of these moves that the Steelers will make. Uh, but I do appreciate you listening to this edition of the Dale Lally show here on the DK Pittsburgh sports podcast network.